Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Half-Backed Podcast, Round 14. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're here to try and find a few winners for the upcoming round of NRL action. And uh, I'll tell you what, there's three pretty down and out blokes on the panel today because we've got three New South Welshmen uh, and the Blues bombed them. We absolutely bombed it. Here to talk about that, our punts and plenty more this week. He's one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Canberra Raiders halfback, Sam Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? Yeah, disappointed. It was a... um... Once again, the game was there, down to 12 men, had the lead and just a little bit of absolute um, brilliance from um, the hammer, the speed and the athleticism. I love watching him play. The way he cut back on the inside of Teddy near the end there too is just an absolute pleasure to watch. I love watching him play, um, but everything outside of that, um, pretty broken. It was grim, mate. We'll, uh, We'll pick it up and we'll find a few winners to lift the spirits. Here to help us do that is XTB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. James, how are you, mate? Hey, boys. Yeah, very dire last night. I mean, the Queenslanders, they just, uh, I think they got down into good territory maybe three times and scored three times in those first three tries of theirs. And Mm. New South Wales had all that possession and field position and just couldn't really capitalise. You would expect... With those numbers going into half time, it would have been 2010 maybe, but in, in New South Wales' favour. But yeah, I just obviously there's a bit of a lack of cohesion in the in the New South Wales backline when we get into good space. And, geez. Boys, do we feel like, um, look, I know Jerome Law throws a nice little pass and puts Martin through there last night. Do we think that Cody Walker in that side? is going to create some points that and some execution that at the moment we don't feel like we're breaking this Queensland side down. Mm, I think there's a lot of things you could do. And it's like, it's all good being hindsight heroes, but when you do, like I think I did a couple of, I did two or three origin previews leading into this game. And I just thought there were some genuine uh, uh, poor decisions from Freddie Fitler in terms of his selections. And you look at a couple of them tying into that, Sam, and I thought Damien Cook would have been a, a much better selection at number nine. Not to say Appy was bad by any means, but you know, he prefers generally not to go the 80 minutes. I just think Cookie's service there would have been outstanding because I think some of the best in the game and, and tying into uh, Hughes, you mentioned cohesion and, and partnerships. Well, we've gone so heavy on Penrith players because they're infatuated with these Penrith combinations. And I understand the the meaning behind it, but if they do look to game two and go Damien Cook there, maybe Cody Walker does come in and, and does provide that. And James Chidesco, who people are absolutely potting, saying he's done, he's no good. 
I, I don't think it's that he's done. I think he's just overplaying his hand. I think he needs to take a step back and whether it is Cody or whoever, but it makes it tough because I actually thought Jerome Lewis was one of our better players on that left edge. So what would you make of that? Yeah, I don't think that there was – look, Luai, he didn't do a lot wrong. He probably should have made the tackle near the end there uh, on Coates. Yeah. Uh, him and Teddy needed to solve that. I agree. Look, well, I... Teddy, Teddy's been an absolute gun for so long. Like, why? let's not let's not just scratch him and rule him out, but I do yeah. feel like he needs to be creating a bit more. Yeah, so it would be fascinating. Sam, what was it, your take on the game? Because the Blues – and we're, we'll, we'll just touch on it briefly before we do get into our punts, but – the the Blues had every chance to win that. They got the lead back late. There was the sin bin to Tom Flegler, which uh, for all my Blues bias that is there, I thought that was a travesty as well. Like for Origin, that the whistles normally put away a fair bit and sin bins looked at differently. I, I couldn't believe you were sin bin. But, uh, and to, again, to put the bias aside, incredible win from the Maroons. To come back and win that from where they did with injuries and all sorts of things going on, uh, it was bloody gutsy. So credit to the massive win. Uh, but what went wrong for the Blues? Because for me, there was just a lot of poor discipline at key times. A couple of easy tries for the Maroons in the first 20 as well. They, they've got to be probably a bit better defensively there. Um, that that probably was a, a gave them that real confidence and that start that they were, that they were after. Um, they fought back well, the Blues. But uh, to be honest, I think we didn't move the ball enough. I think mm. we're a little bit, um, a little bit pedestrian, a little bit simple through the middle. I don't reckon we got. I don't reckon we used. Um, and the hammer did a brilliant job defensively again. But Turbo's sitting out there on one side. I think we could have used him a little bit more. I would have liked to have seen him roaming a little bit more. I think the game. I think game two he will roam a bit more. But he is coming back from a lot. But uh, the hammer was wonderful. <clears throat> yeah, I just think that we could move the ball a bit more. Get get it singing, and that's where someone like Cody Walker. I don't know. I'm just. I, I'm firming and firming to him playing Origin again. The more and more I see him play, I just think he's such a good ball player, such a good creator. Uh, I don't think anyone ices things in the game better than Cody Walker, and that's what you need in Origin. You need to be able to ice moments, and I think that he's the best in the game. So you'd have him on the left. You'd have uh, Latrell with him. Yep. You've probably got Campbell Graham in the other centre. Oh, no, Turbo's there. So, yeah, so uh, potentially. Put Campbell on the wing if you wanted him. Potentially. You know, there's your combo. There's your combo. Anyway, let's move on. Stuff it. I'm over it. Yeah. And then, yeah, so am I. But uh, and then you talk about combos. They've gone hard on the Penrith combos. Well, Cam Murray's come in there playing lock as well as a part of that spine along with obviously. Anyway, anyway, we'll put it behind us, boys. Let's find some winners uh, and get over our demons of last night's loss. But uh, once again, massive, massive congratulations to the Maroons because that they were, they were really good. Last week's recap. Sam, on those bunnies, boys, your lock of the week was, uh, it was a bit gutsy. Showed a bit of ticker. AJ, yeah. Johnson, and Tane Milne, $3.80 anytime try scorers. AJ got a double, none for Tane Milne, though, so missed out there. Your value play of the week, though, Parramatta get the win. Ding. Mike, Mike Acevo, anytime try scorer. Mitch Moses, anytime try scorer, $5.25. Mate, we nearly had you reading out the Pat and George ad this week, but I, I'm a bit reluctant to with uh, with a winner behind you and a good one. The halfback podcast remains. While I keep getting these values up, I will not be reading or doing any work. You just uh, we'll just keep the show rolling. <laughs> just yeah. here to look pretty, mate, and put in some good tips. Yeah, Husey, you and I went head to head in a few little plays last week. It was funny how it actually played out. 
Your lock of the week was the one that uh, was a resounding victor. You went Brisbane with the eight and a half start at a dollar ninety. Got the dub there, mate, comfortably. Yeah, no, it was uh, very nice. I think I think a lot of my players were very much around the back fact that good teams hopefully can continue even though they're missing some of their stars. And I think it did work for me last last weekend. So pretty happy with that. You never know. It could turn the other way and you, you'll get me next one, Timmy. Your value play of the week was also pretty close. So you had Manly with the 11.5 start. You had the Dolphins giving away a 5.5 start and the Eels giving away a 15.5 start. You got two out of three. That was paying $6.00. The Eels won by eight. So that one cost you. And what I thought was interesting, mate, where I took Newcastle with a giving giving away a nine and a half line and the Knights won by 10. So we both actually got up with our lines in that Manly yeah. Knights game. <laughs> How good's that? We've been talking about the, the holy grail of line betting and, and yeah. we've, we've just pulled it off. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Imagine if a punter backed both my plus and your... Your minus. Oh, 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 glorious. So uh, another profitable week for you, mate. No good for me last week. I had the Newcastle Knights to win by over six and a half points for my lock into, I've got to be greedy, into the Warriors to also win by over six and a half points. And uh, again, credit to the Broncos who, that's two years in a row, I think after that first, the, the first major origin bye week with depleted numbers they've showed up over in New Zealand. So that was a tremendous win from them. So no good there. My value play, I was really disappointed in this one because I was really happy with the bet and I was quite confident on it. But I had Newcastle giving away the nine and a half line. I got that. Greg Marju, anytime try scorer, he ended up with three. And then Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who went off just after half time with an injury. So that was at $7, so no good. So duck eggs for me this week. The run of the run of wins at the lock came to an end, but we move on to round 14. Guys, we are exclusively using better marks for our place throughout this season. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Boys, we'll get into our round 14 plays. And I there's obviously a few laid outs that could potentially occur off the back of Origin. We will update any of our plays in the SC Playbook subscriber WhatsApp group for our listeners. If there's anything dramatic that changes with players pulling out that impacts our, our plays too much, I'll, I'll whack that out across our social media channel, channels as well so uh, all the listeners can pick up on those ones. Sam, I'll start with you, mate. You're Brian Bevan, lock of the week, 65% of the bet. Yeah, look, I've um, I've gone to the Penrith game. I think that, uh, look, I just think that they're still still – a very, very good side. I think that the Dragons have shown too much, uh, too many areas of susceptibility. Uh, don't even know if that's a word, actually. But anyway, um, some, someone smarter than me can correct me if it's not. Um, same game, multi. Uh, I've gone with the Penrith Panthers to win. Um, uh, I mean, I know they're very short, but it just gets a little bit of value in there. Uh, I think that Taruva scores a try as well. So you're getting $1.86 for that to happen. I think that that's pretty good odds in a game that Penrith could turn it on. Uh, I think the right side of the Dragons at times can be a bit susceptible to, to tries as well. So um, I'm going with that left edge of the Panthers. I think the Panthers win the game, and I think Taruva scores uh, at $1.80, what did I say, $1.89. I think, Sam, it's obviously such a guessing game in terms of players that will back up from origin and you could, you can often base it around, you know, on the proviso that players got through the game okay. So there's a couple there. Dave Fafita had a HIA that he passed and came back on and finished the game. And uh, Tommy Gilbert, he's gone for a while but wasn't named with the Dolphins anyway. But 
with Penrith, a team that playing the last game on Sunday night, so they've got the maximum turnaround time available to their origin contingent. But if the Blues won this game, I think there'd be every chance of, in particular, like Luai, Nathan Cleary being the big one, getting rest. But of how heartbroken they'd be from that loss, I can just see them really wanting to play this game and backing up. I agree. I think that they'll play now. Uh, there's going to be a lot of criticism. And when you've got such a big contingent of players from one side, the easy thing for the for the media and the uh, punters out there is to say that it's the Penrith connection, that this is the reason. That's mm. you know, I think that's a bit of rubbish. They've still been very good. Uh, I think they'll go out there with a point to prove. They're, they've got enough time to get their bodies right, refresh up and go again. So, yeah, I think that they'll go out there with a real point to prove. Oh, yeah. Husey, your Brian Bevan lock of the week. I'm going to take the minus seven and a half in the Souths game um, against the Gold Coast Titans. So at the dollar eighty-eight, so I've got that uh, Souths thirteen points favourites in in that game. Obviously, there's no Latrell, um, and you just mentioned earlier, Tim, about Fafita having the uh, head injury assessment, but came back on. Interesting to see if he, you know, I, I think he will play, but will he play as a total game? Who knows? They might mm. protect him a little bit after the back of that concussion. So um, I don't mind the Souths minus in that one. So I'm going to take that. Bunnies, yeah, it'd be interesting one for Fida. I think the Titans need him to play, so provided the Melon's okay, big chance he backs up, but has to be in reduced minutes, you'd think, potentially even playing off the bench to start the game. Uh, with obviously a bit of that uncertainty around the origin backups, I've gone pretty heavily on try scores this week and, and key matchups that I like and head to head. Uh, just with the origin outs that may or may not occur, just impacts the lines and results a little bit too much for me. So I've gone to, to plenty of try scores this week. And uh, my lock of the week is Joey Manu, anytime try scorer at $2.50, returning from injury. He obviously had the buy there, so the freshen up. I think he's a different beast at 5'8", and I think the numbers probably back it up as well. In his three 80-minute games this season at 5'8", he's had 31 receipts on average, so that's touches per game. On average at centre this season, he's only had 18. I think if Teddy were to rest as well, I think there's a decent chance Teddy backs up. But if Teddy does rest, then you'll see the receipts for Johnny Manu go through the roof even more than that. So I think at $2.50, that's a pretty handy little anytime try score bet. So that's my lock of the week. Sam, your value play, 25% of our bet. Yeah, look, I've gone to the Rabbitohs in the Titans game. Um, Kieran Foran is out for the Titans. Jaden Campbell is going to play 5-8 and with a 6, defending on the left-hand side. <laughs> now, all the numbers sort of suggest that the left-hand side of the of uh, the Titans is um, is really good. That's all around Kieran Foran. Uh, Jaden Campbell, I love the way he plays the game. I actually think he plays the game really tough. Uh, he puts his body on the line, but it's just more about that combinations with that edge. Now, the Ra- Rabbitohs, you've got Walker swinging both sides. Ilias is playing square. Colin Matangi is playing really well. I-, I really think that they're going to go hard at that little gap between uh, uh, Campbell and the centre around the back rollers. So I think that the Rabbitohs are going to win the game. I think Campbell Graham most certainly has a point to prove once again. But not only that, he's just playing brilliant footy anyway. Um, I think he'll score a try and I think Alex Johnson scores. You can get four bucks about that. Um, I actually think it's a really good play. Uh, I wouldn't... I think around that right edge of the bunnies, I think there might be some value this week around Colin Matungi maybe getting a getting a try around Graham. As I said, like I just think there's going to be a lot of traffic go there. 
um, players with points to prove, and ultimately it's quality. So, yeah, that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, I'll uh, jump in on you there, Hughie, and drop my value first because I think similar happened last week. It was almost ditto on Sam, so we'll we'll save the listeners some time. But You should have done that for my value. Your value? Last week, yeah, you would have got it up. Oh, <laughs> well, if Lachlan Fitzgibbon stayed on the field, I would have, mate. Oh, righto. Uh, I, when I went to my plays this week, I just the eyes lit up for Keon Kalamatangi running at Jaden Campbell. So uh, without doubling down too much on what you've said, Sam, Jaden Campbell defending the halves, I'm with you. I think he's a star. I, I emceed a Akuma Stallions night earlier in the year and Jamal Fogarty was the, the guest speaker and I asked him who the most talented players ever played with is. He did not even hesitate and said it was Jaden Campbell. He said he's an absolute star, but I just think he's an out-and-out fullback. He's a small body defending in the line. So Kalama Tungy going at him, I think he's a... Really, 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 really stood out this week. So I've gone Cody Walker and Keon Klamatangi. Anytime try score at $6.75. Uh, no Latrell there either. So it's going to be the Cody Walker show, possibly even more so than normal if that's possible. So uh, I've gone that way. Hughesy, your value player of the week. Uh, boys, my Hail Mary's very in that realm as well, but I'll do my value yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> so value play, I won't muck around too much. I've just, as I usually tend to do, I throw a couple of lines in together into a multi. Um, so I've got the Raiders minus one and a half versus the Tigers uh, into Melbourne minus five and a half. So covering that uh, converted try, which is nice. And then Penrith 13 plus. Like I'm on the same line with, with Sammy there and his comments around Penrith. Um, I think the, the line is actually 16 and a half, but, you know, given the potential that they blow it out early and take the boys off uh, towards the back end, mm. maybe Dragons get one back, and I'm kind of a bit worried about, you know, a three-try a three try lead. So I'm going to go for, well, I mean, 13 plus is three-try lead, but it's also a, a little bit more generous than 16 and a half. But, so I'm rolling all of those together for $5.00. 21 cents for my yeah, value. Love, love that uh, philosophy, mate, in the, in the Panthers. You can see them coming out and just blowing the drags off the park, but you can also see a lot of their key players going off late in that game. Even the last 20-odd minutes, if they do get a lead up. Yeah, 100%. Sam, your Steve Jackson Hail Mary of the Week, 10%. Yeah, look, the Hail Mary this week, you're going to have to pause it because I am just changing my mind. I am going with Melbourne Storm to win. I'm going with... Yeah, let me just change it. I just changed my mind. I'll go to uh, I'll go to Hughes and get his because we've got some live on air movement with Sam's hail Mary. So Hughesy, oh, I'll, no. uh, any danger you uh, so you don't cut and paste or anything on this podcast, Tim? This is actually fully live, is it? Mate, I, I can, but I'm a busy man and I don't have time to edit out your crap. So we'll uh we'll throw to we'll throw to Hughes's hail Mary of the week. <laughs> Right, we've give, got me a minute, give me a minute. <laughs> Sit back and wait for the main event. Uh, Sammy's uh, loading up, loading up. Here we go. But uh, my Hail Mary, just to jump in, is uh, I'm going to that South game again. Obviously, I'll put him in the lock, but I want to play with a couple of try scorers in that game. I've, you know, had, had a quick look at the numbers. Souths do basically score, and I think you mentioned this last week, Tim, that they, they just love scoring on the flanks and through the middle. I think it's only like 8% of their tries through the middle. Uh, but so I'm, I'm thinking like the edges are a play for Souths. And then when you look at the Titans, you kind of see 
that they concede mostly on the right edge. So that's kind of leaning towards the the AJ side. Uh, definitely agree with the sentiments from you guys around Jaden Campbell coming in on the left. So, you know, can see both arguments going right and left. But I think I'm going to stick with where I'm playing down AJ side. So I've got AJ and I've also thrown Cody Walker in with Tim. You've, you've said it already as well. <laughs> I'm going to throw Walker and AJ in for a left side attack from Souths. And then for the Titans, I'm going to throw in Cam Pereira and Sami. Uh, yeah. So they score 59% of their tries down that left side, the Titans do. So it's a big, heavy track down there. I think Carl Pereira has scored like 12 out of his 10 starts. So 12 tries out of his 10 starts, which is a pretty solid effort. So Jimmy, you would have scored half of them outside of four. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that that's probably a, a factor there, the four. And then you've also got Fafida, for, for who, who's potentially at risk there. So, I mean, my play could get a bit, dicey if if a feeder pulls out as well but i I still i'm gonna take that line um with those guys and then throw in south to win just to like juice it up a bit to get me 34 dollars for that hail mary and sports bet only have that at 23 dollars. so jesus oh you're better well place to be better no, rate that. I was actually going to throw the the bunnies line that you, your lock of the week into a couple of my plays or my value play hugely, but I was just just being a little bit cautious in case there's mass outs for the bunnies uh, post origin. But ah, uh, mate, I'm sure that'd be fine anyway. <laughs> my hail mary of the week, ten percent. I went again. We've sort of gone to pretty similar games this week, but to the Panthers and Dragons game, I've gone three anytime try scorers in Zach Hosking, Scott Sorensen, and Tyrone Peachy. Uh, I mentioned that I do think the Panthers players try do their best to back up, but I think the ones that may get rest of those big minute forwards, like Isaiah Yo played 80 for the Blues last night. Liam Martin was an absolute missile. He played about 61 minutes and was our best on ground, I think probably pretty comfortably. So they're two players that I think could definitely get rest, which we'll see Hosking, which we'll see Scott Sorensen. I think there's been a plan for those two to play big minutes over the origin period. So I reckon they're, uh, they're great plays for any time try scores. And Tyrone Peachy gets a lot of ball, does not like passing it. So also a good one for any time try scores. $23 for that one. Sam, how'd you go, mate? You land on something? It is. Melbourne <laughs> Storm to win, Xavier Coates to score two, Justin Mullen to score, and William Warbrick to score any time at $29. Now, the reasons why I had a little change, I had something similar. I had Tommy Dearden in there, so there's no doubt he'll score now. But um, <laughs> I had him in there because I'm, I'm a, I am a big fan of Dearden. I think he play, he goes at speed, he plays straight, he plays tough. I am a big fan. But I just reckon Sammy Valame is going to be playing for the um, the Cowboys this week. Sammy, nicest person in the whole world, great player, physical, he's strong. He's had his issues unreliable. We all know that. That's probably the reason why he hasn't played on the wing for the Raiders in recent times. He'll be playing on the wing. Uh, Xavier Coates is as good as anyone in the air. I think that they'll be looking to kick to him a lot, and I think Coates will be taking him on in the air as well. So Coates could get a couple in the air. Um, I also see Zach Laybutz playing in the centres. Sammy and Zach will probably play on the same side, where on the sure. other side you'll have Kyle Felt and Peter Hicku, who have spent a lot of time together. Um, you know, they've got the combination there. So I feel like Melbourne 
with a left edge that they've got going there with Munster hopefully playing, I feel like that's where the real value is. Now, Melbourne have to go up there and put some points on them. I, the Cowboys will have a dig up there at home. It's a big game for them, so it might not be a blowout. But when we're talking Hail Marys, I really do think that this left edge of Melbourne's going to have a lot of football and going to see a lot of traffic down lay button Valenay's edge. So um, I really hope Sammy proves me wrong because I love the bloke and, and I, I really do think that there's an exceptional footballer in him. Um, I look at Mika Ravalawa. He, he started his days with the Raiders as well, went to St. George, and he's turned into an absolute powerhouse. So sometimes... These big Fijians just need some time. And I really do think that Sammy's um, got a lot of good NRL in him. Uh, but as I say, we know that they're going to target him. So let's just uh, let's just see how that plays out. One sound that probably a lot of people don't know, because it was a fair while ago now, but TPJ, Tabita Pangalai Jr., he uh, started out at the Canberra Raiders. He actually was a roommate for a period for you. Yeah, I took a few of the boys in over the years. We had Milf there for a little bit as well. Um, Tavita was there. Scotty Sorensen was there. Um, we <laughs> had a few few coming and going. Um, Papa? Yeah, we've, we, we've seen them all. But, it, um, yeah, look, they're, they're all good people. All good people. Um, yeah, big Tavita, like he was only only just a pup and he just arrived down in Canberra, so he, he spent some time there. I mean, all, all, uh, all good people, yeah. Mate, Royce Hunt, um, oh, yeah, Matt Kilrick, uh, yeah. Mark Nichols, Jordan Rapana. You've had three quarters <laughs> of the NRL go through your, your spare room. Yeah, well, to be honest, we had um, Mark Nichols and Matty McCurick. We we did live together. So that what what happened was there was always a spare room. So we always used to bring in, if someone came down and they needed somewhere, we were two single blokes living together. Life was pretty easy. So just throw them in the back room and away we went. Mm. Um. Where are we up to? I oh, know we're up to. We're, we're up to uh, Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice. What was Paddy and George on? <laughs> the one that the one that Sam will be reading out next week when he goes over from three. Negative. <laughs> over the next twelve months, guys, an estimated sixty percent of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I've spoke with Paddy and George about this in detail. They've t- they've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around five percent. So what does this mean? Basically. That for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks per month. A lot of extra money you need to find in your budget for that. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Patty and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on your finances. Best thing of it, you'll save $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact to do so. Click them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or call them on 02-9521-1611. All that plus their emails are in the articles on the SC Playbook website at scplaybook.com.au. Sam, let's jump into your tips for the week, mate. And we'll start off West Tigers versus the Canberra Raiders in Campbelltown. Tigers $2.05, Raiders $1.76. Uh, big out, Jared Croker. Who do you like? Yeah, um, Toots having the week off. Massive 300th at home the following week. I can't wait for it. Uh, couldn't be more deserved of it in if any in anyone in the whole NRL. So mm. can't wait for that. But yeah, look, I do like the Raiders still. Uh, the Tigers have got to find some consistency before I can stick with them. Uh, the Raiders, I think that they've. Um, yeah, look, they've got a bit of a point to prove. I think that they've, um, you know, they've gone up and knocked off the bunnies. They've got to be able to knock off this West Tigers side. Um, they're, they're going so well at the moment. The Raiders, they're, they're grinding wins. They're actually scoring more points 
than they probably and conceding more than they probably would have thought. I thought that throughout the year it might have been a bit of the other way where the Raiders have been win some more grinding footy. Uh, they're scoring points. They're playing well. I like the Raiders. Good sign for the Raiders. They are putting points. I know you said they, they do normally win those low-scoring grinders, but we know they can grind to a, to a victory. So to see them putting points, I'm very encouraging. And the other bonus there will be that uh, no confirmation, no inside word on this, but I, I assumed Hudson Young was going to play bigger minutes last night in Origin, which would have meant on the two-day turnaround, he would have been at 1,000 to 1 to back up. He played play. 30 minutes, so he'd say he'd be a massive chance to back up now. He'll play. I've got no, I got no doubt Hudson will play, unless I'm missing something. But yeah. um, I just think that Hudson loves football. He loves competing. He loves the club. Um, we're down Elliot Whitehead. We're down some back rowers. I, I just think, yeah, Hudson will play. I haven't spoke to him or anything, but yeah, I just yeah. think he'll the New Zealand Warriors versus the Dolphins over in New Zealand. The Warriors are dollar forty. Dolphins two ninety two. Who do you like here, Sam? Oh, it's a big price two ninety two. About yeah. the Dolphins who prove everyone wrong every single time. Uh, that's that's um, that is a big one. I just think that the Warriors, on the back of a few losses, I think that they've got it's such an important game for them. More than anything else um, that I'm looking into this, I just think that that the game being at home and with such a point to prove, I think the Warriors, but. Uh, look, from a betting perspective, that's a massive price for the Dolphins. But I, I think that the Warriors need to win this game for their season. So would you take the Dolphins with the six-and-a-half start? Yes, probably. But, yeah, I I'd probably yeah, yeah, probably would. I just think that the Warriors win the game. They'll do everything they can to win it. Mm. The Titans versus the Rabbitohs up on the Gold Coast. The line is eight-and-a-half with the Bunnies at forty-two. Who do you like here? The Bunnies, yeah. I would assume. Yeah, I'll go bunnies in the line. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the who we got next? We've got the Sharks and the Broncos. This is a tough one because it's so pendant on, you know, does Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, and a few of these key Broncos players back up in it. At the moment, the Sharkies are at a dollar fifty seven. Nico Hines, anyone who'll back up there, only paid a handful of minutes last night. Uh the Broncos two dollars forty. Who do you like here? Shark yeah, massive, uh, massive game for both clubs. Really is. Um, I think the Sharks need to need to turn one on. I think they're back at home. I reckon the Sharks will win this one. Sydney Roosters versus Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, talking about massive games, mate. The Roosters need to bounce back here because they have been awful this season by, by what they should be producing. Now the line is negative nine and a half. Start. Uh, who do you like? I can't believe how poor they're going, to be perfectly mm. honest. I can't believe it. I think that there's going to be a moment in the next few weeks where the Roosters turn this all around and play with some confidence and they really turn it on and you might get some value uh, around some, some big same-game multis. Maybe this week, maybe later on, I don't know. But there's too much quality for it not to happen at some point. I wouldn't be touching a line this week. I think the Roosters just worry about winning. I really do. I don't think that they worry about winning convincingly. They just need to win this game. So uh, I'll just take the Roosters, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh, taking any big margin this week. Talk to us, Sam, about just quickly, when you say, you mention it from time to time about, and you often mention it around the Roosters, that you know they don't, they're not worried about winning games convincingly. They just need to win this game and that, you know, maybe they have to grind it out and win by a narrow margin. What do you mean by that exactly? Well, look, if I was a half for the Roosters, if, if, you're, if your team's humming, let's say you're up by seven points with 10 minutes to play, if your team's humming, you're probably going to keep putting the foot down and maybe look to score some more tries. If you're a side like the Roosters and you're up by maybe seven or, you know, the game's in the balance, mm. do, you have the, do you have the confidence to throw that footy around? Maybe if you're up by four, for example. 
are you really going to throw that footy around and, and hit your winger and he may score yeah. or are you going to dribble in behind and just try and play the percentages? For me, I think that a mindset most certainly comes down to just winning the game. The players don't even – they've got, they got no idea what the line is or what any of these betting margins yeah. or what – you know, so I just think that it's a mindset thing more than anything else. And if I was playing half in a rooster's side at the moment, um, you know – if you go to the line and, and the wing is tight, are you throwing a cutout ball and risking an intercept or are you dribbling in behind? I think it's just a mindset thing. So I think they only worry about winning. Yeah. Cody Walker's going to the line and throwing it 99 times out of 100 at the moment, right. whereas Luke Kirsch probably going, no, 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 consolidate this lead. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It. North Queensland Cowboys versus Melbourne Storm up in Townsville. Uh, mate, you've gone pretty hard on the Storm for your Hail Mary to $1.46. So I'd imagine you're leaning that way. Yeah, I'll take the storm. The Cowboys, the Cowboys have got the the it in, it in them up there to to um to cause an upset. But I just think that the Storm's got too much quality and too much spark for for the Cowboys at the moment. And the Penny Panthers at a dollar eleven against the Dragons out in Penrith on Sunday evening. The line there is negative sixteen and a half. You'll be tipping Penrith. Would you tip Penrith to cover the sixteen and a half? <laughs> Well, if you take Penrith at a dollar eleven before all these uh, Origin players are announced, you don't like money. So that's one thing <laughs> I will say. But um, I think if they play, they win. They win convincingly. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be uh, touching a dollar eleven with your money, but I, I wouldn't. Um, the line at sixteen and a half is big as well. After a big week. They, they don't need to go out there and win by 20 points. If they get that lead, they probably rest some players as well. So it's another game. I, I probably, from a um, head-to-head and that sort of thing, I'd be probably avoiding. Um, but as I said, my lock is Penrith and Taruva, so I think Penrith win. I just I wouldn't touch 16 and a half. I'm willing to say you probably would touch the six the, the dollar eleven with my money. Yeah, look, it's um, uh, even if I lost, I'd probably be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, the punters head-to-head battle this week. Both week, last week, both of them lost. Dr. Rodney Undersline, he'll be gutted at that one, the doctor. Yeah, the doc. Uh, I'll tell you who is happy about it, me, because there's no jersey coming out. Nah, I, I do want to see a jersey go down. I want to see someone get the three on the trot, and that is why we keep it to a max odds of $4, because we want winners on this from in the head-to-head battles. Now, Andy last week had big red anytime try scorer. Corey Horsburgh into the Raiders win 1-12 to at $15.75. Boom, deserving winner. Unfortunately, I asked him for his play this week and he's given me an $11 shot. So I'm waiting for a reply from Andy and if he doesn't get to me soon, he'll be cancelled. And the person that he takes on, Tim K, good strong masculine name, that one, he had big red anytime try scorer as well at $5.40. This week, the game is the Dolphins and the Warriors. He's gone Dallin with Tennis Lesniak into Charles Nickel Cookstad. Anytime try scorer at four dollars on the dot. You can actually that is on his platform of choice. You can actually get five dollars twenty five for that same bet on Benar. So get around that. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny that um, they these punters they still love touching the four dollar mark, don't they? They <laughs> they feel as though if they can yeah. just get three right, you're every chance of going through. But uh, well, it's up to them. They can keep keep going to those four dollar pops. Um, yeah, look, last week Timmy K jumped on um, jumped on some of my social media. It's Williams underscore two nine seven. Um, I'll be having a poll. Tim will be having a poll. So the the highest on uh, on each. Uh, I'll probably be doing it through Instagram, uh, maybe on Twitter. We'll see how things play out. But we'll have a someone from each this week. Timmy K is my main man. Yeah, 
Cannot stress enough. I know that was a good $15 winner last week, but you don't need big odds to win this. There's not 2,000 entries going into it. If you, you could, if there's, especially there's an upset, you could get a $2 pop and you could be on. So uh, just back yourself. Boys, let's wrap that up for the Halfback Podcast this week. Sam, thank you, mate. Thank you, boys. Another very enjoyable uh, episode. All the best to all the punters out this weekend, and we'll see you next week. Husey, keep up the good work, mate. More green on the horizon, and uh, yeah, cheers. Let's keep it up. Always good to have a chat with you guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.